So capital punishment. Yeah. So anyway, let's talk about that for a little bit. First of all, welcome back to my podcast. This is Issues with Toddy One Skip. And this episode is Issues with Capital Punishment. So I've worked in a couple jails and I've been to several prisons and there is a difference between the two. Um, so jail is where everybody in prison starts out. So that's where they get their sentence. That's where they're held to get their sentence and their trial and then after they are um, sentenced depending on the amount of time they're given for the crime they can either do all their time in the county facility which is county jail or they could do it they could be moved to a state prison and do their time that way so a lot of the jails and the prisons have become privatized but I believe that they put an end to that so they're getting weeded out and it's going to go back to a non-privatized uh, system. But that doesn't really um, have anything to do with uh, the capital punishment. Um, so capital punishment, for those that don't know, are, is the death penalty, you know. Um, and there are some states in the United States that um, follow through with capital punishment. One of them was Florida. Ted Bundy was on uh, death row and finally was executed. How many years later? It was decades later, right? We put him through college just to kill him. So we can't put good citizens through college, but we go ahead and put a criminal who's going to end up dead through college. I'll never understand that. I don't understand how convicted criminals can end up with better benefits than hardworking people. So that's another episode that we need to um, bring out in uh, this podcast series. But again, right now we're just talking about uh, capital punishment, yay or nay. I believe in capital punishment. I'm all for capital punishment, providing there is physical evidence of the person that committed the crime. Not hearsay, not, well, maybe I think so, not um, circumstantial evidence, but physical evidence. Like in the case of Ted Bundy, where his teeth marks were on the woman's body. Like, how much more evidence did you need than that? His teeth marks were on the deceased woman's body in her breast area. So, I mean, Ted Bundy and, and, and just regular receipts. So there was no internet at that time that we had access to. Um, there was no social media that the general public knew about. There were no cell phones. There were only landlines. And if you got your news, you got it a few times a day on the news channels, which were the morning, afternoon, and then nighttime news. So when people were disappearing and dying, it was either hearsay through the colleges when it came to Ted Bundy, or you heard about it on the news, which a lot of young people didn't really listen to, and it wasn't in your face as it is today. But... 
they had physical receipts of where Ted Bundy was and the and there were crimes in the area where he was and then his teeth mark and then he was also um, eyewitnessed by a woman who got away from him. So how much more proof did we need for Ted Bundy and why did we have to keep him alive for so long? And how much money did it cost us? So that's a lot because somebody else or a bunch of somebody else's could have used that money as a stepping stone to better their life. Instead, we put a convicted rapist and murderer, serial killer, in college just to kill him later. So, do I believe in the death penalty? I do, but I don't believe in all this bullshit that comes before it. I know that there's appeals and such. Again, if there's physical evidence, I don't understand the appeals. You know, I don't understand um, why it takes so long after the fact. I, I think that there are people that are born bad. And if you're not born with a conscience, I don't think you could be taught one. If you could go to sleep at night after murdering somebody or violating them, and you could go to sleep at night, I don't think you could be taught how to feel bad for that. That is something that you inherently, you inherently feel. If you don't feel it, you might be broken. I don't believe that we could fix the broken that way. You know, I, I don't believe that people without any kind of emotion or feeling can be taught how to feel. Some people are born with the lack of that. No matter anything, I don't think that that could be something that is brought to them. So, you know, I feel like it's better to have those people out of society. You cannot fix them. Why are we spending money that we clearly don't have? We can't help people that have just fallen down on their luck. We can't help people that just can't afford a um, heart transplant. You know, maybe our money could be used better by eliminating some of these benefits for criminals. You know, you can't mess with inmates' rights. They have actually more rights inside that facility without freedom. They don't get to come and go as they want, but they get to see the doctor anytime they need or claim that they want to see the doctor. Otherwise, you're interfering with their rights. You got to feed them three times a day. There's people that work hard, can't afford to eat three times a day. You got to clothe them and bed them, put um, a roof over their head, give them clean uh, food and clean clothes and a place to sleep that's safe for them. That's not guaranteed for hardworking people. That's not guaranteed for people that have fought in our wars and have come back broken that could benefit from medical help and mental health. And we're giving it to people that can't be rehabilitated, have no interest in being rehabilitated. I know somebody that went across the street from the jail after they were released in the winter 
threw a brick through the window across the street just to come back into the jail. Why should jail be a place that people want to go? It is a no-brainer if you don't have any money and it's cold. Where are you going to go? Some shelters don't have room for you. In jail, easy peasy. Three meals a day delivered to you. Television. Games. Conversation. A social life. Depending on the facility, jail isn't really that bad to some people. It depends on what's important to them. Freedom, some people don't like it. It's too much for them. The jail system is all messed up in our country. But I think if we started by putting down the people that simply shouldn't live among other people because it's unsafe for the other people. If they're caught and, and they've convicted and they're convicted and, and they're and they're caught more than circumstantial evidence, again, more than hearsay, physical evidence. If they are proven to have committed a crime that violated somebody or took somebody's life. Yes, I think that we should set the example. You know, in Turkey, they say that if you steal, they, they take your arm. How many thefts, how many people are stealing in Turkey? You know, I've heard inmates myself in the county jail talk about the place that I worked at being referred to as a Hilton, like a Hilton hotel. That's not punishment. And when people are doing lifetime sentences in these facilities, it's not so horrible. Everybody can adapt to anything. So these people that don't want to lose their freedom, lose their freedom, and then they get a little bit of, they move to a different cell block, they, they make more friends. Their freedom now isn't what it used to be, their idea of freedom. Now their idea of freedom is just being able to walk out of their cell block and hook up with some people in the common area of the jail. And that's big freedom for them. You see how people adjust? So punishment changes. It's not, the punishment isn't so bad anymore because everybody adapts. But those people that can't be fixed and those people that have committed horrible crimes, violent acts, and are definitely the ones that did it, Those people, they should be put to death. If the death penalty exists, let's use it. Otherwise, you got to come up with a whole other system that makes jails self-supportive and, and uh, prisons self-supportive. They should not be a drain on the everyday people. I should not be paying taxes for that. I'm trying to make it in this world on my own little bit of money. Why am I paying taxes for people that have committed crimes? Why are they eating three meals a day when maybe I can afford two? Or maybe I can afford one? Or maybe I can't afford? If we got rid of some of the jail population, which is the death row, 
and people doing lifelong sentences, why are we holding them up in jails indefinitely? You know, I don't think that that's the answer. If it became very black and white, I think that a lot of the crimes in this country where people actually have the capacity to say this is right or this is wrong, I think that they would realize, oh, this is no joke anymore. You know, if I get thrown in jail, there is no, I'm going to be doing time, time, time here. You know what I'm saying? Where I'm laying in bed getting three meals a day watching cable television. It's not going to be like that anymore. Or if I commit this crime, I'm going to be put to death. There is no, I'm going to be hanging out. You know, maybe it would change people's ideas who have the ability and the capacity to make that change. Right now, it doesn't seem so horrible. And once incarcerated and people adapt, it ain't so horrible. Every little new thing is, is, it's like euphoric in their head. So when there's violent acts and people intentionally end somebody's life or make them live with some horrific trauma, I think again, if there's a death penalty, let's use it. There shouldn't be these lifelong sentences doing life in prison. For what? Why? Why? Why are they doing life in prison in a tiny hole that we're paying for? Yeah, I'm all for the death penalty. When there's proof that the person committed the crime. When it's a vicious act. Yes. What do you think? Talk to me about it. Anyway, this is Toddy One Skip. Thanks for listening. Follow me, click, like, ring a bell, talk about me, share me. Thanks for making me part of your day. Until next time, this is Toddy One Skip. Issues with the death penalty. Until next time. Tell you once again, out.